and we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs in this. It's Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Ah, dude. dude. It's early, bro. Dude, this is probably the earliest we've ever This is we've been in here early. We got a we got we got a family, so to speak, in the office this week. So we got to get in here and get this knocked out. And, yeah, man. And um, got big meetings today. Yeah. Magazines due today. Yeah. All kinds of stuff going on. All that stuff. So uh, Paul and I are putting it, putting our uh, our sleep on the line for you guys. Hope that you're enjoying it. <laughs> Uh, we got a, we got a loaded show for you coming up. We got a, two great interviews, one with a one with a, one with a wrestling guy, and one with a with a building block guy. Yeah, I dig them both, for sure. I dig them both. For we, sure. we, we we recorded them yesterday, so we got um, we got Chris, aka Zach Malibu from uh, <laughs> from Figures Figures Toys Company, who's got uh, they they have the Ring of Honor license and they they make action or. Figures, dolls, whatever you want to call them for, for those guys, and uh, it's pretty cool. And then we have uh, Daryl McKay from Oyo Sports. Holla. And that was a fun, both of those, both of those were fun little interviews. Um, but they have a lot of information that they want to share with you, and I wanted to get them on because we haven't done a toy show yet, and I think after this week, uh, I think I want to do some more because. Oh, for sure, it, man. It was for fun. Sure. It's such a part of the collectability of it oh all. yeah yeah and it ties sports in now all the time yeah you know, with the licensing and stuff so yeah it just makes sense it makes a lot of sense um then we have a full preview for the uh spring expo that's happening this weekend uh you can catch me there with along with some other beckett uh personalities um full preview of that with the autograph list the giveaways that they're doing all kinds of stuff that we'll, we'll break that down uh, as well but before we get into all that we need to talk a little bit about fantasy baseball. We got to catch you up because we did not do it last week. But uh, Paul, as always, I'm going to let you go first. Fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball. Man, it's a long season. Yeah, it is, and it is hard <laughs> to keep up with. With everything in the world that's going on, it is hard to keep up with. But I'm two and two. Oh, okay. And I can't be. I can't. Can't be upset about that. To be honest with you, I've had a lot of guys on the DL. A lot of guys, DTD, well, you know, day to day, you know, and um, a couple guys suspended, ah. and I'm two and two. All right, and it's early, so I'm okay with that. Um, like I said, I'm two and two. Most of the most of my league is two and two. I don't know how your now, league is. Now you said now the last time we did this, most everybody was one and one. So. Right, so we're all two and two. <laughs> we're all two and two. All right. There's um, there's two three and one teams. Uh, kudos to uh, Maryland Can of Corn Manco. Doing it right at three and one, and is winning this week pretty pretty well, uh, up by seventy already this week. And uh, David Ledbury, Boston Trump twenty twenty is three and one, and uh, he's sticking it to um, my only zero and four team, Team Newman. Mm. So I just wonder if uh, Team Newman has uh, if they're just permanently on the DL. Is that what <laughs> it is? <laughs> they, they could be. Um, but everybody else in my league is rocking the two and two. Um, Pretty pretty even across the board right now, so I'm pretty happy with how it's going. Um, yeah, I'm good. Awesome. Okay, good. That's, <sighs> a, that's a quick update. I don't have all the uh, the information in front of me, um, but I mean, let's let's be real. If you have Aaron Judge or Trey Turner on your team, or Anthony Rendon this past weekend, right. you're you're doing okay. Right, you're doing real well. Yeah. Um, all right, no lead is safe in a Beckett Radio Fantasy Baseball League. Marlon learned that the hard way uh, <laughs> last week as he was whipping me like absolutely whipping me throughout the week and then those last couple days 
Things happen. Things happen. And I finally got my first win in the uh, Q the Drake uh, League. Won't beat him 519 to 453, Sarley Marlin. Sarley Marlin. Uh, I know you just had a baby. Congratulations on that. Oh, congrats. Well, welcome to the world, Ari. I, I hope that you are uh, happy and healthy. You seem to be that way. You got a lot of visitors. So uh, uh, shout out to, to Marlin and the whole uh, whole family there. But uh, you got your butt whipped. Sorry, son. Uh, that happens. So uh, the dub mentality bar. <laughs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> uh, dub won 645 to 499. Again, no lead is safe. 533 for Jimmy Mack over the Orange Crush 512. Blood and Urine <laughs> over 565 over 388. Wait, wait, wait. That's the team name? Blood and Urine. Zach May switching it up, man. And then uh, Grand Rapid Chocolate Ninjas came home with a win, 567, over the Fort Worth Yerkoffs, 519. Okay, most everybody there is two and two. See, we got no, actually, no, it's not. We are all over the board there. Dub Mentality is leading the league at three and one. He's in second place, actually, tied with Blood and Urine, and Jimmy Mack is four and zero. Four and zero. Four and zero. That's impressive at this point. That is. That is. All right. That's. That's that league. Let me switch over to the other league. Pull this up for you right quick. And uh, go to our scoreboard. And match up number four as I played and lost to the Oi in the outfield. Alexander Oi, 342 to 226. Uh, Silva, North Carolina, special case. 411 over the Team Oil Cans, 232. The Pastafarian Spaghetti Mon took a loss. To Nick D. Uh, oh, come on. Yeah, NC Cake, the NC Kid, uh, 400 361, 338 to 227 for Texas Money Loan Cards over Team Henderson. And Team Sergeant beat Tim Laveau, 245 to 228. This league parallels your league. We got one 4 0 guy, the special case. And then uh, Oi in the outfield is 3 and 1. They Everybody else is either 2 and 2 or 1 and 3. Gotcha. So All that's right. how that looks. We are in the middle of another week. We'll get that update for you next week on the show to tell everybody. We'll just update everybody where you're at and having fun in these leagues, having a lot of fun. Some of you guys are better fantasy players than I am. Yeah, for sure. I've Me not. Too. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played fantasy baseball on a, on a, it's, it's tough. It is tough. It is real tough. I'm just like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, I'm giving it my best though. I'm giving it my best. See, let's see what happens, uh, through, through, through the rest of the season. I lost Baumgartner. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, like I have the same problem you have. I got a lot of day to days. I got a lot of ten day DLs. Bumgarner's out. Just oh man, it's no good. It's no good. But yeah. I do have Eric Thames on my one of my teams. So. Oh, well, then you're all right. Then I'm okay, right? You're all right. All right. So that that's that. All right. Uh, we do have a few new products and pricing that we need to get into. I don't actually. I don't have any new pricing. You have any new pricing? No, I don't. Right. Well, I've got some new products. And all right. I've got well, some. Got. I got some doozies. All right. I know. I know. A big got, one, right? I got some doozies, man. So. Uh, we're shooting. The, we're doing the show on Wednesday, right? Because you're on a plane tomorrow. I'm on a plane, leaving us for for uh, Toronto. Toronto. Um, so today, when I when I speak about today, this is the stuff coming out today. Today, um, all right. Big stuff. Star Wars 40th anniversary. Absolutely. I you like. I I I, just, oof, I don't even know what to say here. It that set. It's just it's it's nothing more really than just a base set and some autographs, right? It it is. But, There's nothing quote-unquote special about it right. I mean, it's the same sketch cards medallions autographs that kind of thing but it's blowing like the just the lead up to it it's been so big it's 40 years man yeah it's 40 years 
And it's 40 years. And I turned 40 this year. You turned 40? Yeah, that's sad. You're man. as old as Star Wars. I am. <laughs> all right. I am. And I keep seeing all these sweatshirts <laughs> like, what were you doing when you were a kid? I was born in Star Wars year, blah, 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 and all this stuff. So I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad I thing. Don't, hey, you know what? There's worse company. You could be born like in the year... I don't know. Das Boot came out or something. That's like true. That. that is true. <laughs> That's true. Or yeah, like or, I was. Or I could have been on the Oregon Trail. One mm-hmm. or the other. So it's all good. I guess I'm not that old. Uh, anyway, big stuff, man. Go check it out. One ten a box or so, right yeah. in that range. Um, you're going to get a couple hits, and just a nostalgic uh, part of it is kind of cool. Can I stop you right there on that? I shared a gallery yesterday on Beckett Radio on the Twitter feed of uh, Beckett alum Mike James. Mike. Uh, Mike James uh, shared some some sketches that he did he did for this set okay cool first time doing star wars if you nice. haven't seen these you need to go check them out they're amazing first time you get the 40th edition yeah That's pretty cool. <laughs> awesome That's pretty awesome cool. stuff good stuff all right we're gonna get into a couple things here and then i'm gonna hit you with the big one at the end um we've got 2017 leaf original wrestling uh, I saw the checklist yesterday. It looks awesome. It does. It does look pretty cool. For for me not being a wrestling fan, it did look kind of cool. China's on that. China's on that. Yes. So, you know, she, obviously she's probably the biggest name we lost last year in the wrestling industry, but um, I know collectors will go after that. But check that out. 85 a box, one pack, five cards. Uh, all the autos are on card. Looks like a pretty cool product. Um, Marvel Fleer, or Upper Deck came out with Marvel Fleer, Ultra Spider-Man, Boom! Yeah, Spider-Man very cool product. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool stuff. Um, looks like it's a, looks like it could be a winner. Uh, I didn't get a chance to look too deep into that, um, but that looks pretty cool. Leaf also has in the game hockey coming out right uh, this week as well. One thirty a box, uh, four hits, uh, one pack, four hits. Um, looks fantastic. Stick work should be coming out this week too. Stick work as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have that on my list, but there you go. That's why we have the hockey guy. But here. that that's like going to be released. On Friday. On Friday, okay. At the show, so. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's good timing there. And then, of course, what everybody's been talking about, mm. besides Star Wars. Pokemon. T- today. Shopkins. Uh, no. Oh, okay. You have failed us. Okay. <laughs> um, National Treasures Basketball. Oh, yeah. Boom. Today. I guess that's okay. It's a little cheaper than the football. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Like about, by 30 bucks? It's about six fifteen a box. Oh, okay. Yeah, six fifteen a box. I saw there on the secondary market. Not the 700 Not the, the 700 okay. we'll right, you know, right. they're, they're trying to save you a few pennies here. Um, Ten cards, eight hits, plus you're, it looks like you're getting a plate every pack. A plate in every pack. Which is pretty cool. All right. So uh, um, some people say you need a plate in your head to spend that much money on, the, on a box <laughs> of cards, but you're getting a plate in the pack. Anti uh, basketball, though, I don't know if you saw any pictures of this stuff. Oh yeah, I've seen it. It's good stuff. Uh, I've been really drawn to the dirt, the swish, swish forty one stuff. Um, yeah, I, I just, as a, I'm not a, I'm not even a Mavericks fan. I I, I dig basketball, but living right. here in, in Dallas and growing up here in Dallas, the Dallas area, um, I see that old school Mavericks logo on some of his his cards. I'm like, I got to get one of those. So will I be buying a box? Probably not. Probably not. Will I be getting to a break or two? Most likely. Most likely yeah, that yeah. might happen. I, that, that could happen. All right, so that's it, man. Uh, that's nope. what I got. Yeah, okay. I, got, I got some doozies coming out. I though, really so. don't have any new pricing. Like No pricing? Yeah, yeah. We don't have much going on in football. It's been a little, little tough to get this new stuff, man. Yeah. Because a lot of it came out, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, we're kind of trying to price it. Boom, the draft hit, and now we're trying to try to catch up on that stuff. So right. by the end of the week, we should have a bunch of stuff Sweet. priced and ready to roll. Sweet. But, um, it's I've been, been tough ahead. with the draft. I've been personally going back and repricing early 80s hockey now you say eric why would you do that um because it was drastically underpriced 
but I had to, I, so I had to, I had to bring it back up to par. And the good news there is though I'm hitting hitting those rookies that haven't been looked at in in years, you know. So right. uh, go go back and check those out. Like I know that your Grant Fuhrer rookies just got a bump. Nice. I, I mean. When was the last time we talked about Grant Fury, or when we've ever talked about Grant Fury? You know, yeah. But his rookie seriously needed to be looked at, so I, I went and did it. And uh, who else is it? Steve Eiserman in that little era. Mario Lemieux will be in there. So, okay. You know, I'm, right. I'm I'm going back and looking at him. Uh, of note, I do want to mention this. Of note, um, I'm not going to change the price because it's just going to be really hard to do. But a Bobby Hall rookie, a 1958-59 tops. Bobby Hull rookie. Okay. Ended at auction two days ago. All right. Maybe, maybe, I guess last week actually, thinking about it. It was last week. Ended at auction PSA near mint eight. Okay. The last recorded sale we had of this was $13,000. I I mean, that's, that's right. You know. Yeah. 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 I'm following you. You know, it's not, it's not huge, but I guess in today's market, you know, in today's market, it's not huge considering. What some stuff is going for. Right, right, right. So the last recorded sale we had of this was thirteen thousand. This one sold for a hundred and two thousand. Wow. Same grade. Wow. Same card. <laughs> just great return on your money. Just fifteen years later, you know, fourteen years later. So um yeah, I, I can't change the price off of one sale as much as I want to jump in there and be like, yes. It's now a six figure card. Yeah, but uh it's if you have some uh if you have some uh, older older hockey cards you might want to consider getting them graded. Yes. Might want to consider doing that. All right, man. We got to get to our uh, first interview, so we're going to get out of here on this f- quick little break. And uh, coming back, we're going to be com- coming back with Zach Malibu from Figures Toys Company. And we're talking Ring of Honor, Scooby-Doo. St- uh, I wanted to talk Saved by the Bell. But. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Space Ghost Batman. We're talking all that stuff. And we'll be right back with him on the other side of this break. I'm Anthony Ando, freelance writer in the Metroplex, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and coming out of that quick break is our first interview of the day. Uh, Joining us all the way from the Upper East Coast is... uh, Malibu Zach on that's his Twitter handle. What his actual name is Chris. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm, is it did I get it right? Is it Malibu Zach or Zach Malibu? Which one is it? It's uh, Zach Malibu, which has been my nickname since I was about uh, 16 years old. That all right? Does that have to do with like Bayside Hide and and and, and Save by the Bell? I was or say it sounds like it. Uh, act, it it very much does. That is my favorite television show of all time. Uh, I was nicknamed after the main character back in junior high, and it's always kind of stuck. And it's also the name of my two-year-old son. His name is Zach as well. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so great, man. Very cool. That is so great. A little Saved by the Bell action here on Beckett Radio for you guys. Uh, Next up, Mario Lopez. <laughs> Mario Lopez. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, Chris, introduce yourself uh, and tell us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about Figures of Toy Company. Sure. So uh, my actual name is not Zach Malibu, for those <laughs> who think it is. It's uh, Chris Petrillo. I am the Chief Marketing Officer for Figures Toy Company. And what we do is we are licensed by Ring of Honor Wrestling, and we're going to be on the topic of the wrestling and the wrestling figures, but also by Warner Brothers to produce retro action figures in the style of the old-school Mego figures for DC Comics. Uh, we have a license and work hand-in-hand with KISS, 
very hands-on with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. We've also done popular TV shows like Scooby-Doo, Dukes of Hazzard, uh, J.R. Ewing from Dallas. So it's a wide scope of pop culture offerings that we have. Uh, the reason that we are deeply involved in the wrestling industry is that for about 14 years, 15 years, we were producing the replica belts for WCW, ECW, and then the WWF, now WWE, uh, currently licensed by Ring of Honor, UFC, and the NWA to do their replica belts and doing a lot with wrestling figures, both for Ring of Honor and for guys that are free agents and independent. Man, you just you guys are all over the place there. No joke. That's no joke, right? So um, let's talk about, before we get into the wrestling stuff, let's talk about uh, you, some of the other licenses. You, you mentioned uh, the DC guys. Uh, one you didn't mention, but I, I noticed was Space Ghost. Uh, you, have, you guys do a lot of those old TV shows. Um, can you tell us a little bit about those, maybe like the uh, the details on the, the the size and scale, the material they're made of? Because they're not vintage, but they, they're made to look that way, right? Right, yeah. They were inspired by, uh, in the 70s, uh, Mego was the big toy company, and they would make uh, the world's greatest superheroes, so Batman, Robin, Hulk, the thing. So our license, being through Warner Brothers, is strictly for warner brothers properties so the dc comics characters the hanna-barbera characters like space ghost or scooby-doo and johnny quest they all fall under that license so they're made you know with a nod to being a throwback but they're made with the actual cloth attire like the mego figures as opposed to all being just your regular plastic detailed figures a lot of them had like the silk screen suits with their logos on it uh hulk had actual cloth pants batman had an actual outfit with a cape so we make them in that style and for the ones that we've modernized uh, they're all 8-inch, 7-inch, 8-inch action figures, uh, almost doll-like, but still, you know, you don't want to call them dolls for guys. They're action figures for us. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, you know, with that throwback nod to it, that same Mego-style body type, uh, they're pretty much identical to what you would have found in the 70s, just with an updated look. So whether you're looking at something like Space Ghost or even, you know, Batman, we've made the Batman similar to the 70s version, but we've also done modern updates. We've also done Adam West as the 1966 TV series Batman. So there's a lot of different ways that we've taken that inspiration from the 70s and branched out with all these licenses. Man, that's fantastic. I, mean, I was checking out the website, and, and they they look very real. You yeah, know, like they, they do. They do have the, the doll look to them, whatever, you know, but they are an action figure, and you can definitely tell. Um, and that's just awesome. So... You do a lot of wrestling. You do a lot of these other things. What's your favorite series that you do, like maybe outside of the wrestling? So we're going to talk wrestling here in a minute. Yep. I mean, aside from the wrestling stuff, I'm a huge pop culture geek. You know, we, we talked about Say by the Bell. We touched on Batman and stuff. Pretty much every license that we've done, and, and believe me, I'm not the guy that's in charge of every license because if I was, we'd be doing those Say by the Bell ones. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, I love the Batman stuff and the DC stuff because I'm also a comic book collector. I've collected comics ever since I was a little kid. Uh, I think our Batman 66 series, based on the TV series, is probably my favorite because those designs just, we knock it out of the park. Like, our design team is so great with taking the photos and the inspiration uh, and, the, and the comic art that, uh, I'm sorry, in this case, the TV artwork that Warner Brothers gives us to base the figures on. And if you look at those Adam West sculpts or Mr. Freeze or King Tut, just the detail that goes into those clothing, it's like they're jumping right off the TV. They're just doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah, right? they look great, man. They, they look so good. Uh, I showed them to my son, who is a huge Gothamite, and just like, I, I want all of them, Dad. Well, you're going to have to earn some allowance because <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to pay for all these. All right, man, let's talk right. wrestling. Yeah, uh, I'm going to step aside and let you guys yeah. talk some wrestling. <laughs> Paul's stepping out of the conversation. Uh, Chris and I are going to carry on this uh, wrestling conversation. All right, man, you guys are, uh, you have the Ring of Honor license. And um, I think, Reno, 
I don't know if this is fair to say, but I, I'll say it. Ring of Honor is like the best non wrestling promotion that is not widespread on television. I'm like they have a TV contract, but they, there's so much, so many names there, that are just awesome that have gone on now to to NXT and the WWE. But uh, you guys have that Ring of Honor series. And you started out with uh, Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens, as you may know him, Jay Lethal, and the Briscoe Brothers. How did you guys uh, pick those names to, to start with? So when it comes to the wrestling, I am the one that's in charge of the lineups and who we go after and who we pursue. So the way it breaks down is with Ring of Honor, we've got an actual license with them, so we can only do the people that are under Ring of Honor contract and who their office will you know, verify for me and allow to be done. So okay. when we first got that license, being a huge wrestling fan, being a huge Ring of Honor fan, I wanted to go after the, you know, the best four to six guys at that time that we could lock in, have a great debut set. And Kevin Steen was still under contract at the time. They had just come off of the uh, War of the Worlds, New Japan crossover shows, and he had actually just fought Nakamura. And he was a former world champion. He was still getting pushed. So Kevin Steen, the Briscoes, they had never been done. Debut action figures for them. And then Jay Lethal was getting the big push, so it made sense to fit him in as well because he was on the way to capturing the title. So locking those four in and then getting Michael Elgin, who was also getting the big push, as the exclusive that came with the ring, it was just the best core base to launch the series with. Um, you know, As fate had it, Kevin Steen didn't stick around too long. And I don't know if you guys had ever seen online or anything like that, or at least you, Eric, because I know Paul doesn't really follow it as much. <laughs> there was a bit of uh, you know fallout uh, on WWE's end. They were like, well, how did Kevin Steen get an action figure? He's our guy. Like, how did he get this? Right. And you know, with any action figure, whether it's wrestling, DC, or whatever, once we get approval on the go-ahead, you know, once we get the go-ahead and can start designing, it can take nine months to a year for a figure to come out. You know, I can't sign a guy today and get him out 30 days from now. So the process is quite lengthy between design, approval, you know, production, and all that stuff. So some of these guys, they've wound up in NXT, they wound up in WWE. The goal has always been to promote Ring of Honor as a brand or for these guys that are independents to promote themselves and market themselves. But if someone winds up on WWE TV or NXT TV, it's not necessarily a bad thing because you're getting more exposure. You know, like you said, Ring of Honor is on around the country. It's known around the world by working with New Japan. But um, having these guys get established on a larger scale is just going to make people want to seek out those debut action figures even more. So for the collectors in the collector's market, it's actually a win-win because if a guy like Kevin Steen or Roderick Strong or someone like that jump ship, well, we're going to have their figure before Mattel does. You're going to want to grab that figure first. Kind of like the rookie figure. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I can follow that. <laughs> you, brought it, you brought it down to a sports card level, Chris. Good job. Yes. <laughs> So uh, let's talk about some of the, uh, the accessories that go around, around. Me and Paul were looking at it. Paul, Paul noticed that uh, you know you had the ring, but there's also other stuff that goes along with the ring. Uh, tell us about what else our collectors can, can grab with the ring as well. Oh, sure. So yeah, the Ring of Honor ring is available. That one comes with the Michael Elgin figure. Uh, the figures themselves, we wanted to, uh, and this kind of gets the inspiration from our other licenses like DC, like I was mentioning with the costumes. We don't want to be like how Jax or Mattel were or are with just throwing in like a, a cheap vinyl-looking T-shirt type thing or entrance vest type thing. Everything that we do, whether it's Ring of Honor or uh, the wrestlers that we work with hand-in-hand -hand on the uh, Rising Stars or Legends line, they have to approve everything. They submit the face sculpt that they want us to do, so they submit profile shots for us to do. With the accessories, whether it's the entrance attire, ring jackets, robes, anything like that, they're submitting either their design artwork from their actual designers or photos for us to copy directly 
so that these figures are coming with all of the um, information coming directly from the wrestler themselves, and that's all getting approved. With the actual uh, wrestling accessories like the guardrails, the, st- the steel chairs, stuff like that for Ring of Honor, we also have the Ring of Honor Championship belts, which you can buy individually or in a belt pack if you like to collect things mint on card. Uh, there's a pack of eight belts, two world titles, two TV titles, and four tag titles available. And for wrestling figures in general, you know, even if you're not collecting Ring of Honor or any of ours just yet, if you're collecting Mattel or if you used to collect Jax, we have steel chairs and breakaway tables, ladders, dumpsters, you name it. You know, if it was a wrestling accessory that's been made in the last 10, 15 years, we have it on our slate for your collection. <laughs> Man, they have covered all their bases. Man, it's it's awesome. And as a as a wrestling geek, I'm like, yeah, this is, I got to get some of this. This is awesome. And I love the detail on the chair, like the chairs and the, and the rails and the, you know, the the ROH is clearly on there. You know, there's not you know, it's not just some piece of plastic. It, right, it, right. They've done a great job, man. They did an absolute great job. That's awesome. So you guys also did a Legends of Wrestling series as well as the uh, the ROH uh, as well as Rising Stars series too. Um, so what guys have you done in and out of the ring, like legend-wise? Like have you brought to life being able to do these figures? So with these guys, with the legends and with the rising stars, um, I'll actually reach out to these people directly because if they don't have a contract or an affiliation that prevents them from being marketed, if they can do merchandise aside from wherever they appear, they're actually signing directly with our company. So like with Ring of Honor, Warner Brothers, obviously you have a licensing deal and you work out a contract and term and everything. These guys are doing it on an individual basis. So Jim Cornette, the Blue Meanie, Just Incredible, and New Jack, which was our first series of Legends, they worked with us and me directly in not only signing on to the company, signing on for the project, but in developing the figures as well. So what will happen is, you know, a guy like Jim Cornette will, he actually sent me his uh, Midnight Express book that he produced a couple of years ago. Very nice. And I looked through that for inspiration. So that suit that he's wearing, that color scheme, came from a suit from a photo with him in the Midnight Express in that book. So when I saw that suit, I wanted a figure that was going to pop. You don't want to do just a plain old black suit, blue tie, like most managers would wear. You'd want, you know, it's Jim Cornette. He's flashy, flamboyant. So he approved doing that suit. He approved that color scheme. We chose the photos to base his likeness on because we were going for the classic look for the Legends line. And he approved everything. He approved the accessories, the color scheme, the packaging. Uh, Our designer will do the initial sculpt just out of a clay mold, and then the texture and the look will get approved. Once that gets approved, as long as there's no tweaks or anything, we'll do the paint detail job. He'll approve that. He approves the design artwork for the figure body, the figure mold itself. And then we move on a full, uh, full speed ahead with production. And then the final figure, like I said, will come out nine to, uh, nine to 12 months later. And it's the same process for all the other guys that we're working with. I saw the Jim Cornette, and first of all, I was ecstatic, and I was like, this is the Jim Cornette that got thrown from the scaffold in the scaffold match. This is like that Jim Cornette. That's really cool. Yep, that's that 86, 87 Jim Cornette, exactly. Yeah, that's that's so great, man. That's and, so great. And that's my goal, too. Like, my goal with these guys, you know, Jax, Mattel, like, they've overdone. You know, you could walk into any store and still find an Alberto Del Rio WWE figure, and he's been gone for almost a year now. You know, it's just, you know, a lot of figures are very commonplace these days. I wanted to get the guys that have either never been made, whether it's a legend or or an up-and-coming guy, an indie guy, or a guy that's never had a modern figure. Jim Cornette only ever had one action figure, and it was in, like, the early days of Jax, those old bone-crunching guys. They made the Manager series. So it's been 20 years since there's been a Jim Cornette figure, and he's still one of the big focal points 
in the wrestling community. He's got his podcast. He's right. still known. Uh, you know, he complains about a lot of stuff, but that's still why he's got some notoriety. Sure. And you know, he was always a uh, he was always a big want for the guys that were collecting the classic superstars. So it's kind of to fill those voids, which is also why we went with the Jack style as opposed to creating a new style. We wanted them to fit in with those previous collections. Yeah, it's it makes total sense. I mean, as a wrestling guy myself, and and loving the nostalgia of it you know we were talking off air we were talking about the wccw and um you know jim Cornette came through here with that uh promotion and uh just as from a nostalgia standpoint it you've done a great job man they've done so well now let's talk about the uh the rising stars who's in the rising star series so the first wave of the rising stars uh, we actually launched the series with aj styles we signed aj styles to a deal when he was in new japan so it was before he ever had dreams of showing up at the Royal Rumble or anything like that. So there's two versions of AJ, uh, black and blue tights, which was he was always kind of known for in the black and blue color scheme. And there's black and gray to go along with the Bullet Club era. So we've got the two versions of AJ. Uh, right now we've got the first ever Young Bucks figures. So if you're a wrestling fan and you're following wrestling, you pretty much have to know who the Young Bucks are at this point. Right. Uh, arguably the most popular team in the game today. Uh, Brian Myers, who's back in WWE as Kurt Hawkins, who has been a huge help to me personally on a personal level uh, and has really kind of helped me kickstart getting this going because um, he's a huge action figure collector. Okay. So he's really had my back during this whole time and helped me get in touch with a lot of these guys. And uh, Doc Gallows, who's now back to being Luke Gallows in WWE. So those are all available now at our site, but we've also got Joey Ryan, who's gotten a lot of play in the last year or so, Kenny Omega, he'll be coming out soon, Chris Hero, who's back in NXT as Cassius Ono, uh, Sammy Callahan, who's been in Lucha Underground, Jeff Cobb, who plays Matanza in Lucha Underground, but is getting a bit of a name himself, former Olympian, who's been in PWG. So there's about 25 to 30 guys still coming from the Rising Stars line, and we've got two more waves of legends already planned as well. Very awesome. Very awesome. Man, I, I, love, what you, I love what you're doing. I'm just, I'm, I'm just sound like I'm uh, washing your... Uh, Washing your balls here, but I just really love what you're doing here. So, um, let's talk about the uh, the my face on a figure. Tell us about what that is, because I know that our listeners are are, are big wrestling fans. So, being able to, just the concept of, of be being able to get your face on a figure is really cool. I think I, it's something I would want to do. But how's that work? Sure. So my face on a figure uh, is owned. You know, it's run by a figure story company. It's a subsidiary of our site. Uh, my boss, Anthony, the owner of Figures Toy Company, his son, who is my partner on uh, the wrestling stuff, owns and operates My Face on a Figure. And what it is is that you can customize yourself as an action figure. Um, there's a process that you would follow along online as far as submitting pictures, and you could choose the type of action figure that you want to be. If you want to be a wrestling figure, if you want to do some type of superhero figure, we have authentic DC Comics superhero logo shirts that you could choose for a costume. Uh, you could be a firefighter. You could be a soldier. The soldier figures have been a big hit with uh, guys that are in and there was a thing where they would get a figure done of themselves for their children to have if they had to be deployed. So it's kind of like a security blanket type of thing with the uh, soldier figures. So there's a wide array. Uh, you can check them all out at myfaceonafigure.com. A couple of different price points to choose from depending on what you're looking for, but a lot of options between if you're a wrestling fan, if you're just a pop culture comic book fan, or if you want to do something sentimental for someone in your family. That's a that's a great concept, man. Especially the only way we could be on there is that they had sumo wrestlers. Yeah, you got sumo wrestlers. We can get maybe get some, <laughs> get some of those on. Hey, we got we, we got that blue mini body mold. We could put that to use. Speaking of the blue mini, um, you that sounds scary. The blue mini, yeah, it just sounds scary <laughs> or appropriate. One of the other. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually pretty cool, man. But uh, I saw some pictures of uh, on on your website or I'm sorry on your Twitter feed of of uh, you getting some of these figures out in front of the wrestlers, and. Uh, 
what, what do they think about him? Like when they see him for the first time, what, what, what what's the reaction? The blue meanie is probably the perfect guy for you to, uh, to, to segue into that because he, he's become a, a personal friend as well. And he was so touched when I first even reached out to him. He like couldn't believe it. He's like, you want to do an action figure of me? He's like, they've never made a figure of me before. Why do you guys want to do one now? And I explained the concept. And just like I mentioned here earlier, how I wanted to do the guys that had never been made, that still had that popularity, still had that you know recognition. And when we started developing it, you know, they see every step of the way. So they have to approve everything along the way. So it's not just like, hey, Blue Mini, I signed you. All right, talk to you in like nine months to a year when he figures out. You know, he sees the development. He'll see the prototypes. He'll see everything as it's going on. But uh, to meet him face to face, he gave me like, you know, I was working at WrestleCon. That's uh, where the picture was from. He gave me the hugest hug. He's like, thank you again so much. Thank you for making this a reality. Uh, Every guy gets a couple of figures of themselves. We send them a couple of courtesy figures um, just for signing on. You know, we want the guys to have a few of themselves. And a lot of these guys are buying them wholesale. Blue Mini bought a couple of cases wholesale for some conventions he's doing. And he sold out of like three cases at one convention. So these guys are marketing themselves in a way. It helps us get our name out there as far as producing them and for people that want to check out the company. It's just a win-win all around. You know, these guys are loving what we're doing. The feedback from the wrestling community has been so positive. Uh, you know, I mentioned Brian Myers, uh, a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins. When I first started doing the Ring of Honor license, he had asked me about the legends that we did years ago. Because around 2000, 2001, we had done Tito Santana, Bob Orton, Bruno Sammartino in that uh, kind of like the cheesier, older mold like the original Jax figures were. And we stopped because WWE, which we had the license with, had started doing the classic superstars. So we didn't want to run any competition with them. Um, but when I was talking to Brian, and he's like, have you thought about doing more legends or, or more indie guys? And I had thought about it, but it was getting the support from the community that really pushed it along. So a lot of these guys have been bigger helps than they might even be aware of, but it's really kicked these things off and in a big way because we've gotten a lot of positive feedback. Man, that's fantastic. It's fantastic to see the, the, the end product get to the, you know, the actual person right. that, that it was made, made from, you know, and then, then to be able to be excited about it and to want to wanna share it and get it out to people. I think all, from, all, pretty cool. from an authentic standpoint, too, to have them involved in the process – just lends itself to what it's going to be to the end user because knowing that the blue meanie was, was involved. Right. He wanted you know, to get, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so it, it's authentic to him and it's authentic to whoever it is that wants to collect blue meanie stuff, you know, that's, that's awesome. That's really cool. I'm going to look this guy up when we're done. You're going to look up the blue meanie. <laughs> uh, all you need to know about the blue meanie is BWO. That's BWO. Yeah. Right. That's a BWO right. for life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, man. All right. Well, before you get out of here, what is, what's coming up new for FTC, man? What do you got on the horizon that we can let our listeners know about? Sure. So we've got uh, Ring of Honor Series 2 doing uh, probably in the next month or so, and that's going to be Adam Cole, uh, whose name is getting a lot of play because he's being considered a free agent now. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where he winds up. He's one of the uh, franchise players in Ring of Honor, former world champion, along with Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, uh, formerly known as Red Dragon. And the throwback figure for that set will be Delirious, uh, which is a great-looking figure. Um, you know, I know that you're not too familiar, Paul, so he's a, a masked wrestler who's a bit of the, the masked madman of ROH, and just uh, his costume, his design really pops. Uh, the Kenny Omega figure, Joey Ryan, Tom Tonga, and Cliff Compton should also be in by early summer. 
Uh, aside from that, we're expecting figures for lines like Scooby-Doo, uh, which we started doing earlier this year. Series 1's out now, uh, but we'll have Scooby-Doo figures available. Uh, more Hanna-Barbera stuff like Dynamut and Blue Falcon. Uh, continuing on with Batman 66, we've got Julie Newmar and Eartha Kit Catwoman figures in the works. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on for all of our licenses at FTC. That's really cool. That is very, very cool. He, he said, he said uh, Cliff Compton, a little Colt Cabana, Colt Cabana love on there. That's awesome. I'm going to seek that one out myself. <laughs> man, stuff, man, it sounds like you guys are just uh, just wrapping up here, and, and it sounds like the rest of 2017 uh, going into 2018 is going to be really cool for figures. So how do our listeners uh, find you on social media, and what's your website so they can go get hooked up with that as well? Sure. So the official website, the main website, is figurestoycompany.com. We also own and operate WrestlingSuperstore.com, which is where you can find a lot of the wrestling accessories, stuff like DVDs, T-shirts. Uh, all of the wrestling figures are carried on both sites, so it's up to you which one you want to order from. Uh, MyFaceOnTheFigure.com if you're looking for the custom figures. If you want to check out social media, all of our advertising, all of our sneak previews, all of our updates, on Twitter, it's at FiguresToyCo or at W-R-E-S underscore Superstore. Uh, my personal Twitter is at Zach Malibu, Z-A-C-K-M-A-L-I-B-U. And if you're on Facebook or Instagram, just search the company names, Figures Toy Company or Wrestling Superstore, and we've got updates and images on both of those as well. Boom. Boom. You guys go check him out so he can hook you guys up with some awesome wrestling figures <laughs> yeah man that's just they're just tko in it yeah, tko in yeah, it. please do i've got a two-year-old at home so if we can put him through college early let's do it let's do that <laughs> there you go this sounds like a plan <laughs> hey chris man uh thanks for joining us today jumping on i'm glad we could make this work on a kind of short order but we got it all done um just want, really want to thank you for coming on and don't be a stranger all right yeah let us know if you got anything nope, new really coming out it. awesome let us know awesome all right uh guys you hang tight and we'll be right back after this break this is Rob Varis from Burbank Sports Cards, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Man, I'm I'm pumped up and psyched about about wrestling now. Are you <laughs> about Ring of Honor wrestling? You've you been pumped up way before we did any of this. Yeah, stuff. I was, I was. Um, I just like I like the indie stuff. So um, having having Chris on and having him uh, explain what his company does and the licenses they have, and makes me, made me feel a little nostalgic. I said it a couple different times in the interview. You but did. You I, did. I was feeling nostalgic, and uh, I wanted uh, maybe I'll, you know, maybe in the Becky Radio Studios, you might see a, a little Ring of Honor action uh, figure thing going on. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you never know. Well, maybe get, you get your little playset and you can uh, battle it out, man. Just do battle in the take out all your frustrations. The, yeah, <laughs> we'll let everybody who has frustrations come in here and like bang a chair over the other action figures. That would head. be awesome. That was so good. See, I might be. A get, I could get into that. Did you? No, completely off topic and subject here. Okay. There was a there was a school. I it's somewhere up north. And I'm, I forget. Totally blank on it. But I just said bang a chair, so I'm, I'm thinking about it. they had to. It was Boston, maybe. They had to apologize because the principal set up. Like a teacher's lounge. Okay. But in the teacher's lounge were was like a bunch of old furniture and mirrors and chairs and stuff like that where teachers could go and literally break stuff when they were having a bad day. That's awesome. <laughs> they had to apologize for doing it, and they, they took it down. They said, I guess some, some of the parents of the PTA got a hold of it and didn't like the idea. But I'm like, yes, we need a room like, like – like, we just you need that everywhere. Yeah, you just go smash stuff for. You need that. Was it Google that lets you like go in those little pods and take a nap? Yeah, you need that, and then you need to go break stuff. Yes, like office space style. Yes, office space style. Uh, our printer might get the office space treatment a little later today, depending on how. Uh, and printer is code word for. 
The printer. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know if you were... Uh, <laughs> it's it's code word for the printer. Oh, okay. It depends on how uh, the file printing goes for uh, all these magazines uh-huh. that are going to print today. I know, I know. All right, so uh, let's let's get into the next thing, which is the uh, Sports Card Expo happening this weekend in Toronto, May I believe May 5th through the 7th. Yep. Uh, going up yep. there... Um, I'll be I'll be live uh, well live per se from from the show having having a different couple of different podcasts for you guys up there we have a, a great guest lineup already that I've announced on Twitter but there's going to be some surprises in there as well but all that being said I want to give you guys the details go over the signers list with you um, ticket prices and things like that okay so do Paul it. if you will allow me and we'll, we'll get your reaction on some of this that's all good man all do right what you gotta do man. so uh, there's there's a couple of different Ticket levels. You can buy uh, twelve dollar tickets for Friday from twelve to nine. Okay. If you want to go to the, that's that's like a long time for a show. That's like seven hours. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, fifteen dollars for Saturday and Sunday a piece. You can buy the weekend pass for thirty dollars. Kid passes are free with a with a paid adult. Okay. That's always positive. And then I think the best value here is the sixty nine dollar VIP pass. Which um, you get some autographs with that. Well, this is what you get: you get the three days of mission, first on the floor. You get fifteen minute early show entry. Okay, perfect. Okay, uh, one fast pass gets you to the front of the line and privileges for autograph guests. Okay, ten dollar coupon off the price of any one autograph. Okay, a collectible branded lanyard and badge featuring the upper deck NHL card. Okay, uh, each VIP will receive an Ultra Pro One Touch specialty card holder, a free pack of upper deck hockey cards from Cracker Jack Stadium. Uh, a licensed limited edition lithograph from Frameworth, ten dollars off any book from the Beckett booth. That's right, come see me, guys. You get ten dollars off from the Beckett booth. There you oh, go. There you, there go. you go. And a fifty dollar off coupon valid at any Frameworth store. Wow. So uh, for sixty nine dollars, that that's probably your best bet. Sounds good to go do that. Um, okay. Let's look. Let's look at some of the guests because these are uh, these are some nice names. All right. First and foremost, I think this this has to. Man, this is really cool that they're Frameworth is put, uh, Frameworth Autograph Pavilion Sports Card Memorabilia Expo May fifth to the seventh. Only a hundred and fifty tickets available. Okay, limited. Walter Gretzky, first come first serve, free public autograph signing for Walter Gretzky, the son, or I'm sorry, the father of the great one. All right. And he's been Walter's pretty, you know, he's pretty imp- imperative, you know, to 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 the greatness. So um, he'll be there. All right. Very cool. Eric Lindros. Hey, I know that guy. Saturday, May 6th. Uh, Grant Fuhrer. We were just talking about Sunday, May 7th. Uh, Bernie Parnett. Uh, Par- I always say his name wrong. I'm like, just, it's Bernie. Uh, Sunday, May Bur- 7th. Bur- Bernie. Uh, Billy Smith, Sunday, May 7th. Uh, Eddie Shack, Johnny Bauer, Norm Ullman, and Red Kelly all appearing Friday, May, fi- May 5th. At four o'clock. Listen to these ticket prices. Okay. $10, $9.99, $9.99, $9.99. That's that's unheard of, man. That's awesome. That is especially awesome. from Johnny Bauer, who we have a little uh, s- little little preview for some coming up yeah, later that's, on. That's gonna be cool in the interview. Um, who else? Curtis Joseph, Cujo coming on. Uh, Saturday May sixth. Max Domi sat- Sunday May seventh. Paul Coffey May seventh. Uh, Guy Lefleur Lefleur um, Saturday May sixth. Mark and Marty Howe, which is really cool. Uh, oh, that's cool. Little, little Howe brother action going on Saturday, May sixth. Uh, Bobby Hull, who we were just speaking about, Dennis Hull, Bobby and Dennis Hull together. There you go. There you go. Uh, Taylor Hall, 
the Hanson Brothers from Slapshot. Oh, not, not the Umbop. Man, that's what I was thinking, man. I started <laughs> singing the song in my head. Yeah, me too. Every, mm, Every no, time. No, no, no. And uh, probably, and since we're talking wrestling a little bit um, in the previous segment, well, actually a lot, Road Warrior Animal from the LOD Sunday, May 7th. That's, that's your autograph guest lineup. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. So that's all there. Um, we'll be there. And I want, I did want to mention the Beckett stuff that's going on because we have a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you can't call it cards, so it's a it's a promo set. Yeah, a little handout. A little a little handout. Now, with this being said, there there is a promo set. In order for you to get the redemption set, you got there's a scavenger hunt, and you gotta you gotta do everything that you gotta collect all the cards, right? Okay. Now, we will have to mark the back of the card with a very light dot for you to to uh. okay because last year what we were running into was people switching out the cards uh. and getting their set. Wow. Which is a no-go. No-go. Can't do that. So we got to mark the back of your card. It'll be a very light dot. It won't put an imprint uh, imprint on the card or anything like that. You know, so okay. Or an in, indention on the card. Okay. Uh, so we have, um, just let me read read what it, what, what this says here. Uh, spring 2017 Sport Card and Memorabilia Expo is just a few days away, and hockey card collectors are gearing up for the semi-annual show. Beckett Media will be right there to meet them as as all of our latest titles will be on sale, in addition to the chance to the chance to get your cards and autograph examined by Beckett Grading Services and Beckett Authentication Services. Let me tell you something about um, Beckett magazines at shows. If you haven't purchased a magazine at a show, okay, some of the best discounts you'll ever get are from the show table. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, uh, they these things they're not like deep, 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 deep discounted. But they're deeply discounted. You know, okay. you can get a nice little deal on them. So if you need right. a book, which the books are 35, 40 bucks, someplace 50 bucks. Right. If you need a book, come to the show. Okay. There you <laughs> go. We'll get you hooked up. There you go. Uh, those in attendance at the International Center in Mississauga, Ontario. Spell Mississauga for me. Uh, M-I-S-S-I. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. It's almost. You're <laughs> almost there. <laughs> uh, from May 5th to 7th, should get ready to, to go on a scavenger hunt as 16 different oversized promos featuring classic Beckett covers are spread across the show floor. And finding them all before the daily drawing will ensure that you are eligible for some amazing prizes courtesy of Universal Distribution. Those guys, those guys are awesome. 16. 16 of them. Man, we could do some work. Yes. Uh, please note that in order to ensure the scavenger hunt runs smoothly and fairly for everyone, those bringing their 16 promos over to the booth will have to have the back of their promos marked before receiving their entry for the draw. The first draw takes place at 8 p.m. on Friday, May 5th, while the, the Saturday selection goes down to 4 p.m. and closing out the show on Sunday at 1 p.m. You must be present to win, all, and all your entries are only eligible for the day entered. Multiple entries are allowed upon completion of multiple sets. Only 250 total scavenger hunt sets are being produced. June issues of the Beckett Hockey, which is brand new, uh, Beckett Baseball and monthly magazines will be on sale for $13 Canadian, $10 US. All right, see, already there's a discount there. Additionally, there are also, also some other publications like Beckett Vintage Collector that will be available in limited qualities, quantities. And for those looking for the large books, it's the first show where you will find the freshest editions of Beckett Hockey Price Guide and more. All books will be $10 off cover price depending on which currency you pay in. Okay, let's talk about the... the um, the promo redemption set. 
Okay, let's All talk right. about it. So sixteen cards. So, so the scavenger hunt is sixteen cards. Okay, sixteen okay? cards. Then you'll have the the redemption set that I haven't. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm I misspoke there. There's not a redemption. There's the drawing for the thing. Okay. I haven't seen it, but okay. it's awesome. Now, question. Yeah. All hockey. M- yes. All sixteen. All yeah. It, it's okay. all hockey covers. Okay. Looking at I I, I misspoke there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I'm just thinking about last year when we had the the metal hockey cards. Gotcha. The metal hockey promos. Uh, this year it's a it's a drawing for for some prizes. Um. All hockey old covers. I'm looking at Carey Price, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Eric Lindros, uh, Gordy Howe, and Bobby Hull, and Cujo all pictured. Okay, cool. There's some other ones to be found, too. So that's all happening. Again, on top of that, Beckett Radio will be live recording podcasts and upcoming shows and taking talking about the latest developments in the hobby. Um, I will be there with David Wright, Longfly Ball, and Stephen LaRoche. On a special stage set up near our booth, sponsored jointly by Beckett Media and Universal Distribution, so we basically we'll ha- we can have a live audience. Uh, so hopefully that'll work out. That's awesome. That'll be fun, maybe. It'll <laughs> be fun. It'll, I, you know, it'll be fun for me. What's that? Because I'll be here, right? And I won't be put on the spot. You like won't you be are. put on the spot. <laughs> uh, I'll be hold the hold the the fort down here. Yeah, you hold the fort fort down Dallas. here, and I will. Uh, I'll do this. <laughs> yeah, you go up there, eh? <laughs> live, a live. A live audience. I've never done. We've never done the podcast in front of a live audience. But you know, you always talk about wanting to be a stand-up. I do. So this is like your segue, like maybe little, little thing. Maybe. Yeah. I, I am just a, don't stand up during the podcast. <laughs> I'm a struggling stand-up comedian just right now. I'm struggling, struggling to stand st- up. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest line. <ever. laughs> I loved it. Uh, all right. So that's all going on. Dude, that's um, a lot going on. It is. That's a lot going on. Now, when are you going to be on to go to Tim Hortons with all this going oh, on? Man, we go to Tim Hortons every morning. Do you? Yeah, and no, look, Canada, I love you guys. I think you're great. Um, I really appreciate all the love that Paul and I get while while up there, and you know the fat pack shout outs and all that mess. I I love all of that. There's got to be somewhere else to eat breakfast other than Tim Hortons, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, here's the thing: I like donuts, right? Right. I right. mean, I can't. I don't not like donuts, right? Right. <laughs> but you got to like. There's something else, right? There has to be. <laughs> I've never been to Tim Hortons. Do they have so. like a breakfast poutine or something like that? Can I get some of that? They might. Maybe they got something. I know, I know. I, they put gravy on everything. They do, and they serve it with beans. Usually, you get some baked beans. With baked those beans. Meals man, too. So, oh, man, I like Tim Hortons. It, it's just like every day is a bit much, though. I got you. I got you know, you. I understand. It says. You know, so, I, so I guess it's the, the same thing. As, yeah, it says the fat pack. <laughs> but I guess it's the same thing as like, you know, Starbucks here. It's every right, exactly. you know every yeah, day. Every day. Yeah. But every, you know, every day on the way to the show, we usually stop at Tim Hortons, uh, and they have other things than donuts. You know, they have the breakfast uh, sandwiches and stuff like that. But I'm I'm gonna be searching out something else. Okay. I'm gonna find something else. And you let us know. Report back. I'll do that. Let Hopefully, the hotel has a continental breakfast or a. Or a full breakfast. Yeah, yeah, or a full breakfast. That would be great. Uh, we'll check that out. I'll report back to you, Paul, to yes. tell you how the breakfast scene is going in Canada. Awesome. Do it. I might do a live Twitter feed. Every <laughs> <laughs> play by play. Play by play. Do that. All right. Uh, we're going to jump into our next interview here with um, with Daryl McKay. we got to build this up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paul. We're with Daryl McKay. <laughs> you're going to miss me while you're gone. <laughs> 
He's uh he is from Oyo Sports, man. We we sat down and talked to him yesterday. He laid out what Oyo Sports is, and if you if you don't know Oyo Sports by by now, you you're probably living under a rock. They're everywhere. They have all the licenses that that you would want a a sports collectible entity to have. Right. But they're more than just sports. They're really more than just sports. And he has some exciting things to tell you about that I got pumped up about. Like, I was, Paul, your your face was. Like, I got to get some of these. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How are you going to keep them from your kids? That's. Kid. Oh, I have kids. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. But I'll ship to work. They, they had <laughs> yeah, so, so much cool stuff that uh, that he was laying out for us, and I want you guys to hear about it. Plus, uh, I teased it earlier. There is a Johnny Bauer, special edition Johnny Bauer OYO for the Toronto Expo this weekend that uh, collectors may want to get in on. Uh, the Chris Bryant stuff. Yo, pay attention, man. Yeah, pay attention pay to attention. what you're doing. Number 77. Yeah, do that. All right, uh, we'll be right back with Daryl McKay from OEO Sports. This is AJ from The Lost Collector. You're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, uh, we are heading into our third interview of the day. This one is a—it's going to be a fun one, especially... We if, saved the best for last. We saved the best for last, especially if you like uh, building blocks, uh, the the whole building block collectible thing is really taking off in the last few years, huge. right? Huge. Very it's huge. getting real big. There's like whole stores opened up about this yeah, stuff. Yeah, they really are. Awesome. And uh, Oyo Sports, Oyo Sports is is no stranger to it. They they are jumping in and getting. They have all four major licenses plus the NCAA. They're doing better than some of the card companies. Yeah, right they're now. doing better than some of the card companies. <laughs> I I was recently at the Dallas Cowboys uh, at Dallas Cowboys uh, Star. Uh-huh. And in their store, like they have a whole section of Oyo. It's that, crazy. That's awesome. It's really cool. But uh, jumping on the phone with us now is uh, a representative from Oyo. It's Daryl McKay uh, from Oyo Sports. And he's here to break down all things Oyo, everything you need to know about it, because there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Good morning, Daryl. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, Eric and Paul. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on with us, man. Uh, we are are. We had you on because it's it's, it's kind of twofold, really. Where the the Toronto Expo is coming up this weekend, and you got you guys got a little special special figure going on for that. But before we get into that, let's let's just uh, jump back to the basics. Tell us a little bit about who you are, Daryl. How long you've been in an Oyo, and what Oyo is exactly? Sure, happy to. Well, so I uh, joined Oyo in 2013 after a long run as president of Sports Images. I've uh, been involved in the collectibles and the trading card industry since 1979. Have a lot of uh, good history with it. Uh, love collectibles and sports licensed products in general. Uh, so, you know, Oyo, when it launched in 2011, at that time, we at Sports Images were Oyo's uh, distributor. And so and I had great fondness for the product. And as it started to grow and expand, uh, one day, uh, our founder and CEO, Tom Scripps, came to me and said, hey, we're looking to expand. Do you know somebody who would be interested in joining our team? Can you get me a list of names? And I thought about it for a while, and I really love this product, and I have for quite some time. I mean, you know, I grew up playing Legos, of course, like so many of us, and it just resonates. And, and some of the things that we can do uniquely here were so compelling and interesting, and I just knew that uh, I would kick myself if I recommended somebody else for this role. <laughs> So uh, we had a conversation, and the rest, as they say, is history. And I joined in September of 2013 um, as uh, one of the founding members of the OYO team. 
Very cool. That is cool, man. man. You, you, I, I mean, mean, we get to open packs all day. He gets yeah. to put blocks together all that's, day. I mean, that's, that's really awesome, cool, man. We're living yeah. the dream. <laughs> that's really cool. Well, you know, we, we I, you know, having opened packs for uh, thirty some years before that, uh, I, I still get the thrill. Um, and, and and recently opened a pack of twenty seventeen Topps baseball. You know, I stay in it just to just to keep it alive because it's still in the blood for sure. Oh, and it'll never leave you. It, yeah, it's always it's, it's always, always there. It's, it's always, always there. gonna be. All right, man. So how's OYO a little bit different from the other block companies that are out there, the building block companies? So I mean, one of the things that's great about us is we are completely compatible with all the major construction brands, including Lego. Okay. But we build our product here in the U.S. and that's probably wow. the single biggest differentiator in the toy market in general, is the fact that it's printed and built right here in Marlboro, Massachusetts, um, in our factory. Um, and I think the single other biggest difference is we print them. So, you know, we, while we do have some items that utilize some stickers, most of what we do is completely digitally printed. Uh, so not only is that safe, but it allows us to create uh, minifigures and bricks and play sets that are truly custom to the team of your favorite of your favorite team or your favorite player in a lot of different flavors you know we make i think over 600 baseball players um over 400 football players 300 hockey players um we just launched nba and we'll we'll have over 150 nba players pretty quick so i mean i think that's one of the single biggest differences is the ability to do it here in the u.s which allows us to hit hot market or new players really quickly you know, so Aaron Judge starts off strong, and we've got him in the lineup right away. You know, we're not waiting, uh, you know, the 12 to 18 months for the f- typical toy production to come over from China. That's That puts you at the head of the game, right? I for mean, sure. Uh, not to be punny there, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, just, it, really does, yeah. it just puts you at the head of the game. That's really awesome. That's kind of like uh, – well, it's exactly like like Tops Now or Panini, Panini Instant. Instant. Yeah, where, Oyo Instant. Yeah, just ex- you get it that right now. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, we call it Oyo Hot, actually. Oyo Hot. Okay, cool. Oh, look at that. Oyo Hot. <laughs> we just actually today or yesterday, I should say, launched two of the newest Oyo Hot uh, members uh, to commemorate Bryce Harper's uh, phenomenal April with 32 runs batted in mm. and uh, his teammate Anthony Rendon with his 6-for-6 uh, six six, 10 RBI game uh, both got two minifigures that launched uh, today. We started selling them yesterday. Wow. That's really cool. You're going to go jump on those. I know you are. I know, man. I'm a Nats fan. You're Nats I fan, know, you. Man. I know. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, as I mentioned in the open, you, you guys carry all the all four major licenses for you know the big guys and then the NCAA as well. What is that allowing, other than figures, what, what, are, what are you able to do with that? Because um, I, I know you guys got some really cool things up your sleeve. So, so thanks for asking. Yeah, I mean, we're, we feel very honored uh, to be part of uh, all of those programs. And it's allowed us to not only make the minifigures, as you say, but have the minifigures, you know, we're a big believer in imaginative play here. And while there is certainly a collectible aspect to our product, for sure, we do want fans to play with our product, and we've started out strong as that as our primary uh, motivation. And, and so with that, we have a full line of rank sets for the hockey figures to recreate great plays or at the very least be a great display platform uh, for each of the hockey figures, or a full NFL-branded uh, printed football field or end zone set, uh, or a baseball field or home run play set. So, you know, that's been, for us, an important part of what we do. And then, you know, the add-on items like a Zamboni, you know, which is just, you know, classic hockey product, or an ATV that the mascot can drive on, or a batting cage set, 
those type of things really bring the whole um, true imaginative play to the world of sports, uh, not unlike some of our colleagues in the entertainment world do um, to expand on the building sets that they make and the licenses that they have. That's cool, man. I, I want a Zamboni. It's... <laughs> I, I have we'll, one. We'll hook you up. I, I, just send me your address. We'll get that taken I've always care. wanted a Zamboni. I, I drove a Zamboni once. Well, yeah. all right. I didn't drive it. I was in the passenger seat, but I, it was awesome. I'm, I want to. I, cool. I, my son has one. Uh huh. From the from the oil, and uh, I may or may not have procured it from him. I bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> you fight for it, man. Get it it may or may not be in my collectibles area at my home. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so that is awesome. Not only do you have all the licenses, and you can do pretty much any player. You do custom ones as well. We do. Um, so we have, we have a number of custom programs going. Um, we just launched our Oyo Me, which okay. is you know. We've been planning this for years, um, and you know the ability to print here in the U.S. and, and make the product in, in in smaller batches, but not necessarily batches of one, has been um, you know something we've really tried to continuously work on to get it so that we could actually do them in batches of one. And we've just launched it in March, the Oyo Me program for Major League Baseball, um, which allows fans to create their Oyo of their favorite team playing their position you know, packaged and looking just like our professional OYOs, our professional sports OYOs. So you, you know, if you're a Cowboys fan, when we launch football in the summer, um, you'll be able to make yourself as a Cowboy fan, uh, you know, but an actual Cowboy player. You want to be the quarterback for the team, which this is going to allow fans, you know, you talk about the imaginative play side of things. This allows the fans to play alongside an Aaron Judge or a Dustin Pedroy or a Chris Bryant or whoever your favorite team is, and you're part of that team, or it's a great calling card, business card type of thing that's just truly unique. You know, it's a great gift for, like, upcoming Father's Day. You know, we're going to be obviously um, reminding kids that a number one dad on the back of a minifigure uh, can be played with by both uh, parent and child <laughs> on a regular basis. Uh, so there's a lot of fun um, around the Oyo Me program um, that we just, you know, like I said, literally just launched um, after you know years of putting together the technology that allows the correct minifigure to be printed as the fan designs it, and the fan designs it on our website. It's completely customized, so you get to pick um, from different faces and different features, different writing on the back. You know, if you have a favorite nickname, you put that on the back of your jersey as long as it's within the bounds of good taste. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of fun things that uh, can be done with uh, the product, and that's you know a really exciting part of what we're doing. And we just actually launched a Kickstarter campaign to expand the Oyo Me brand beyond professional sports. Um, the reason for the Kickstarter campaign is you know it's a tremendous of a variety of parts and an incredible expansion to the technology that allows for all of the different variety of things beyond professional sports. You know, so if you're doing a Red Sox minifigure, it's one uniform and it's consistent. You know, you start now adding in the, the variety of Little League and Recreational League just for baseball op options, and it's a tremendous amount of technological enhancement. In addition, as we start to look to add sports like lacrosse, or skateboarding, or go beyond sports, you know, with, or even uh, music and graduates or brides and grooms, there's a lot of minifigure parts that have to be um, molded and, and built from a mold standpoint. So that's the reason for the Kickstarter campaign. 
but we're very excited about the opportunity to for fans to play with mini me versions of themselves on a consistent basis in a lot of different forms. You said I want you said a lot of stuff that I want to get back to, but <laughs> I want to talk about the uh, you you said you, the 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 wedding. Like I want to go to a wedding where there's a, a an Oyo cake topper of a of mini me's them. That would be so awesome. That would be cool. I want to meet those people and go to that wedding. <laughs> That's so That's fun. a vision that we have, and we're pretty excited about it. We've we've gotten those requests uh, pretty consistently since we opened. Um, so we know that fans want it. It's just, you know, there's a lot of little, there's a literal lot of moving parts, uh, little parts that move uh, that have to be acquired and, and put together to make that happen. But we're, we're super excited about the future of that. Yeah, man, I just got done getting Little League pictures from my son who's, who's six. That would be so cool if the whole team was able to just have a little figure. A little figure. You know what I mean? Like create a little set Absolutely. for the whole team. That's that awesome. way it would be easier to remember you know, who yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. And you could put them in the positions they used to play and stuff like that. That would be that, kind of cool, that's man. That's real cool. All right, man, you mentioned well, – Let's be honest, too. It's a, it's a heck of a lot nicer than the little gold trophies. I mean, you're oh going to actually goodness, use yeah. it. Those yeah, so, play with it, right? I mean, that's the big difference. So right. gaudy and, and yeah, they're ugly. Yeah, but he, what he's cool and I, he's kind of mentioned it is like all the parts move, like the wrist move and the oh right, yeah, right, right. yeah. So you can put them in perfect positions. You know, your your shortstop can miss another ground ball. It's awesome. Yeah, you know, you especially put, on my little. Yeah, it <laughs> 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 right. is one of the differentiators between us and say Lego. Um, is that our minifigures are fully articulated, um, which allow them to play the sports. Right. That's so cool. That's awesome. so cool. Good All deal. right, man, you mentioned Kickstarter, and it, Kickstarter seems to be a very very popular movement with collectors. Uh, there's a lot of, like, one-off artists that do Kickstarter campaigns for, for wax packs and stuff like that, and they're really cool. But uh, a, big, a big contributor to why Kickstarter is so awesome because there's different pledge levels, and uh, as a company, you are allowed to – give you know different items at different pledge levels can you break some of those levels down for oh and me and tell me what they're all about sure so we're you know we're doing a number of different reward programs anywhere from 25 to 200 dollars um, the basic 25 dollars that you will get an oh me minifigure built of you one of the first ones done outside of the world of professional sports as i noted we can we're, we've launched baseball now and that's live but this will be one of the first ones that we can do uh, for you in, in a variety of different forms um, that are going to be part of the launch. Um, and so that's, you know, that's the first piece. Uh, then we have a $100 campaign where you'll get five uh, custom minifigures. Think of, you know, like a small uh, family uh, that you can do, uh, you know, for your favorite different uh, assortment of cast of characters within your own family, and everybody has their own personality and interest types, so you can create your own family. And then the $200 campaign could be, like you said, the Little League team, um, and they'll each come with different reward levels. We've built uh, shadow boxes so that you can display them in. Um, and actually, I should say you build the shadow box because we're going to send you the construction toy. It'll look just like um, a building construction toy part. You get to build it and have the fun with it. Uh, we've built frames for your Oyo Mies. Um, we're going to give for the $200 reward a custom Oyo um, field uh, so that you could display your minifigures in uh, you know, a true action uh, scenario or on a football field or a uh, baseball field, that kind of thing. So we're, we're really working to provide some creative um, rewards uh, to folks who help support us on the Kickstarter campaign. 
That's really cool, man. Like I'm like super pumped about yeah, this. I can see the I can see the bright lights going yeah, off man, in your the eyes, Paul. Are turning, like, like, yeah, this is just <laughs> good stuff, this. man. This is good stuff. So with this new with this launch, is that all part of your Oyo Collectors Club, or is that different? How does that one? How that's does that actually work? different. Yeah, okay. the, the Kickstarter campaign is a little different because um, that's focused on Oyo Me and the personalized uh, side of things. Where the Collectors Club is really talking about. Uh, the professional sports OEOs that we've been making since 2011. Um, and we have not done a good job at all of sharing that data or the information about some of the unique ones we've made. You know, you brought up going to the Cowboys in Arlington, and one of the things we made for them is an exclusive Pro Bowl uh, piece for Ezekiel Elliott and um, uh, Dak Prescott, a unique, completely custom piece, number of 500, uh, that we made only for sale there. Um, we've done that throughout our years of production, and we haven't told fans about them. So we hear about it later on, like, oh, I saw this Mother's Day Mike Trout one that you guys made uh, for the Angels. When was that, and when did you do it? And you know, and so we're starting to really put that information out in a cohesive form on our Collectors Club site. It's oyocollect.com, and it gives fans the opportunity to really see and see population reports as well of some of the unique things we're doing. And so as we do new things like the Oyo Hot, uh, Bryce Harper, uh, that we just talked about, that'll show up there. We did a very short uh, Francisco Lindor offering when he had his first Grand Slam and, and beat your hometown Rangers uh, early in the season, and we only made 100 of those. So some of the production runs are really short, and we're telling people that. A lot of times we make them for one particular purpose, and then nobody else orders them, so we just retire them, and that's all there is. And, uh, you know, we've made some really short-run products, not purposefully, um, but just we typically have the advantage here in the U.S. of making to order. And if we don't get a lot of orders, then we just don't make them. It's kind of, you know, the way it works. Or sometimes things happen. You know, Chris Bryant, um, we might all remember, came up um, briefly and then uh, for spring training and then never actually came up and made the big league roster. So we had already started shipping a small number, and as I recall, he was number 77 at the time in spring training. So we made about you know, rough, roughly 40 units of him as number 77. And then, of course, as we all know now, he switched to 17. And some of the 77s had shipped before it was announced that he wasn't coming up. And so they, they are in the market, but there are just not very many of them as a number 77. There are some really cool things we've done like that, too, you know, not purposefully for, for sure, but... It just happens in the world of sports. It's very fluid, and we move really fast over here to try to get uh, fans their favorite. As I did about this stuff. Speaking of being fluid, um, we have just a great opportunity this coming weekend at the Toronto Expo. You guys are doing a, a, a special piece of Johnny Bauer that's going to be available to uh, to the folks at the Expo, I believe. But I don't want to put words in your mouth. Tell us how uh, attendees can get a, get a hold of that. Yeah, he did a great job of that, actually. It'll be the first Johnny Bauer minifigure that I know of ever released. Um, and we're doing it in a special Centennial Classic um, look uh, for that uniform that the Leafs wore um, on January 1st. Uh, this will be a numbered edition. There will only be 301 of these made, and I believe some of them are being autographed by Johnny as well um, for promotion. And um, of those 301... Uh, they'll be given away for uh, a purchase of two of the regular Oyo Centennial Classic minifigures, uh, all of which are on the collector's site, too, um, in terms of the production levels that were made. And I think the highest production level was Austin Matthews at 750. 
So there were not a lot of Centennial Classic minifigures made in the first place. Uh, and that's one of the cool things that we do is hit some of those hot market opportunities that, that are, you know, move through fast. And we, we write short runs of them. We retire them. We never make them again. And uh, then we publish the quantities that we made. And so some of them, I think, were less than 100 pieces made of some of the players that are not as popular as often. So Johnny Bauer uh, will be exclusively offered there, um, as well as, I think, uh, promotion in the greater Toronto area um, right afterwards. But uh, it's a very, very small number with just 301 pieces, each of them sequentially numbered. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool, man. He's just he's just created a frenzy on the OYO uh, secondary market for people to go out and find these things and now to get involved with the Johnny Bauer autograph. I'm I'm excited for the Bauer autograph cuz I will be at the show and um, I'm excited to see how fans react to it. And people up there take their hockey serious. Oh, you know, a little oh, bit yeah. serious up there. <laughs> a little just bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you man. Know, that's one of the neat things for me is coming from the collector uh, mindset in the in the world of trading cards is you know again we're, we really do make a lot of products that are strictly for play, but you know I understand the importance of doing some things that are unique and fun and interesting. They're still very affordable, um, but you know I think it's really it's been rewarding for me to see fans appreciate them and and get emails like uh, one I got very recently from an Indians collector who has collected every Oyo Indians player except for Lonnie Chisenhall who we made one time, and, and, and I looked up, you know, who had bought them because he was asking what retailers might have them in his area. And most of them had been sold to Mrs. Chisenhall um, or, <laughs> or, or Lonnie's sister. So there were not a lot of choices for this collector, um, but I know he's out there searching, and I can see on eBay some guys, you know, that are not necessarily um, big stars, but they sell for big money because they're hard to find. And, you know, so it's interesting to see that collector side of it as well. And, you know, I really I feel um, like we're, we're trying to serve uh, both markets to make sure that there's some interesting things for people who do love to collect while putting out some great minifigures for folks who love to play. That's, that's so awesome. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. All right. Um, yep. Let's, let's move on to the next question here. You, I, I was on your website perusing around and I saw you guys had a photo gallery where you're actually getting some of these, uh, these minifigures in front of the athletes that they're depicting. Can, can you t share a few stories about if if you've witnessed it, what is what it's been like? Because I mean, they look really excited in the in the photos. So I just, I just want to know in the moment what was it like. So legitimately, I think they are. I mean, you know, we we were, you know athletes are certainly like put on pedestals by all of us as fans at some level, but we also need to remind ourselves that in some ways, you know, they're 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 absolutely just people who also probably grew up collecting and, or not even building, but collecting, but building Lego sets. And so when they see themselves in the OYO form uh, and, and get the very first copy in some cases of their OYO, uh, like often is done for the NFL draft draftees, um, we've presented uh, number ones to um, uh, in Chicago the year that Mariota and uh, Jameis Winston came up and the excitement level is really very, very real. Like, they're just thrilled. Not unlike seeing their very first card, right, their football card or baseball card. It's pretty exciting for them because they grew up collecting, too, and, and, and they love it. You know, some things that I've really loved seeing um, and not even tied in necessarily to ones we've sent or anything, but at Christmas Day, uh, you know, towards the end of the day, maybe even the next day, I was looking on our Twitter feed, 
and noticed that Ben Zobrist himself had actually posted a picture of his kids having lunch on Christmas Day playing with the Cubs World Series champion set that he had either we hadn't sent it to him, so he must have bought it. And and they were playing with it and loved it. And he's like, look at my kids playing with my with my. He called them Legos, mini me's. Um, but you know, it was really cool to see that sort of enthusiasm um, that that the athletes truly do have. It's been exciting. That's fantastic, man. I like, want my own Oyo. You want your Oyo? <laughs> I want some fat pack Oyos. We're gonna have to go on that. We're gonna have to figure that out. Oyo me. You yeah. have to figure that out. That's good stuff. All right, so. What should our, is there anything else that Oyo's got up their sleeve that's coming up in the near future? Like, what should what should our listeners be on the lookout for? Anything? Yeah, so, I mean, we've done some really cool things. Like, we did a Tom Brady greatest of all time, five times uh, Super Bowl set. And um, coming up uh, to mirror that similarly is a Yankees collection for Derek Jeter. Oh, cool. Around uh, the retirement of his number two that's May 14th at Yankee Stadium. So we're doing a box set. Uh, for Jeter, which will have his home away batting practice jersey minifigure. But for the first time ever, a 2008 All-Star Game minifigure. Um, and if you don't remember, that was the year that they closed the old Yankee Stadium and they played the All-Star Game there at Yankee Stadium, so Jeter's hometown. Um, and, for, and obviously predates Oyo as a company, so it's the first time we've gone back and made something uh, sort of retro okay. that is before us. So we're very excited about that being a unique piece to that box set. So that's new. Um, we're also in the process this week of launching our very first uh, race car uh, figure uh, drivers. So IndyCar is launching this week, uh, which is you're all sure aware Indianapolis 500 is later this month. Um, one of the largest spectacles, uh, single-day spectacles, over 7 million people watch the race live. So we're excited about our IndyCar minifigures. Uh, and then, you know, we're working on a new soccer set. Uh, we just launched a new graduates program for the colleges um, with little college graduate minifigures um, with school color and printed mortarboard. And uh, lacrosse is coming up soon. That's a little sneak uh, tease. And then some other really exciting uh, licensed products as well. And, uh, you know, like I said, we launched an NBA line in February. So that's all very, very new to us. Uh, so a lot of exciting things. And then, of course, within each of the sports, we'll continue to make special additions, either through Oyo Hot, um, when something like uh, Nationals programs just happened, or Stanley Cup Championship, NBA Finals. We just launched NFL Draft minifigures um, for the new guys, like Miles Garrett as a Cleveland Brown. So a lot of fun, exciting things. We're, we are launching – Without exaggeration, at least five or six brand new products almost every week at a minimum. Oh, so, wow. And, and anybody that works here can tell you it's almost dizzying to try to keep up with it all. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like, a, it sounds like a lot of fun is what it actually it sounds like. Yeah, That's awesome. I can tell in your voice that you, you love what you do and you're bringing a passion to this that uh, you know most, m- most guys would just be like, oh, hum, this is our product. But this is... You've been a collector for for years. You've been you've been involved with, with with sports cards, and you're bringing that enthusiasm over to this side of uh, the collecting world, and it, it really shows. And I appreciate that from a hobby standpoint because when when you're behind it and excited, it makes us want to get behind it and be excited too. So thank you for that, sir. I appreciate it. It's very real. I I love what I do, and I think I'm very blessed. Yes, 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 indeed. Okay, before you get out of here, please tell our listeners where they can follow you at on Twitter, social media, all that other mess, 
and then uh, your website as well where they can go and get involved with uh, the Kickstarter campaign or just go have some fun uh, because you got you have like coloring pages and, and the intera- the digital interaction stuff. Tell us all that stuff. Sure. So it's oyosports.com is the hub for everything. Uh, oyosports is plural, so oyosports.com. And there you'll see, uh, you know, starting, like you said, the coloring pages and everything on the Club Oyo tab, uh, which is just a fun place for fans to go and download wallpapers, watch some of the stop-motion videos that either fans or we've built, um, which are really fun to watch, too, and we didn't really get into those because it's radio show. But uh, if you do check out the videos, they're, they're, they're a hoot. Um, people really enjoy those, and a lot of people have made them, and they do a really great job. NHL Network just made one and posted one for the Caps Penguin series. Um, posted on Twitter yesterday, so oh. that's been that's been amazingly well received. Did it have Sidney so Crosby getting carried off on a on a stretcher last night? No, we did not do that part. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to we tried to keep it uh, on ice, the okay. good stuff on ice anyway. <laughs> so Club Boy is a great spot to just have some fun, and then the Collector app um, is off of that page as well, off of the OyoSports.com website along with all of the different products that we make. And you'll see right on the main homepage, the Kickstarter campaign, which you can get to right from our website as well. So everything you know, feeds off of oyosports.com as the primary place to, to link into all the other fun things we're doing. Awesome. Awesome. Very, Very cool. cool, man. Very cool. All right, man. Thanks for joining us. Paul, you had fun? I had fun. I got lots to do now. You got lots to go do? I got lots to go do now, man. <laughs> I'm not awesome. going to get a whole lot more work done today. I'm That's thinking. awesome. Hey, uh, Daryl, thanks for joining us. It was great having you. You guys hang tight, and we'll be right back after this break. Hi, this is Scott Royce from the movie The Toy and A Christmas Story, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, man. Daryl McKay, if you need him. Gosh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm all pumped up for OYO Sports now. My, like, my son is heavy into Legos, you know? Right, right. But I'm going to be like, hey, bro, just uh, let's check these out. Yeah, I not? did mention that I may or may not have stolen Zamboni from him. Right, well, that's true. You did. Now you need to make your own <laughs> Eric figure so you, can, so you can drop the Zamboni. I want to get this is what I want to do. This is my dream. Okay. After that interview. All right. Fat Packs, OYOs. Perfect. Okay. In a customizable... Beckett Studios playset. That works. I, like I was it. thinking you were going with customized Zamboni. That that'd be fine too. I don't know if both of us can fit on a Zamboni. Well, no, we'd have to have like two Zambonis. I was gonna say, yeah. Can we have dueling Zambonis? That would, we could do that. We could do that. Mine would have a hot dog stand on. A hot dog stand. On. It would. Because what else are you gonna do? You Mine is drive the bun. so slow while you're going through the thing. Like, right. Get there eventually. It's so fun. Like there's that just reminded me of that scene from Deadpool where. There's a, there's a guy bleeding, crawling on the ice, and, and Deadpool's chasing him in a Zamboni. And he's like, I'm going to kill you in five minutes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's great. Always love the Zamboni uh, death scenes in movies because they're, they're, they're meant to be funny. You know, they're not. Yeah, very slow movie. Yeah, very, very, very slow movie. All right, man. Uh, this is Beckett Whatevs, where we're just going to get into whatever in the world we want to talk about. Uh, first, off the top of my head, I want to mention the giveaways that we'll be doing at the uh, Sport Card Expo. I have one up live right now. Okay, what do you got? What do uh, you got? It is a dual autograph of Rick Harrison and Steve Grad from Pawn Stars. Boom. Uh, to win that, first person to the booth any day, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, to come and tell me. I, I'll let it run all days because I don't know if anybody is going to 
get it right. <laughs> right. But uh, first person to come tell me how many episodes Steve Grad filmed for last season of um, Pawn Stars. Okay. Will win that picture. There is a correct answer. He mentioned it on one of our previous radio shows. He did. You were correct. Here's the thing. If no one gets it right at the at the expo, do I win? We'll let it roll over. Oh, okay. We'll let it. We'll let it roll over. Okay. Um, and we'll just give it over to the Twitterverse. Okay. I think it's a cool piece. I personally think it's a cool piece for sure. You know, I'm so it. Um, he's been such a great help to this show. And he, I said last night on on Twitter and Facebook on my personal pages, no one has given like we've had a lot of people on and they've all been great, but no one has given more quality content. Oh no, not at all. You know, on a like he's a regular guy. I love him. Mm-hmm. I think he's great, but the, like his knowledge is just unmatched when it comes to autographs. It's ridiculous. So, and uh, again, uh, he's the easiest interview we do. Yeah, we just say, "Hey, Steve, what do you think about this?" And then we shut up for 10, 10 or twelve minutes. You know? Yeah, he just goes <laughs> off. Yep. So, um, that is up and running right now. Uh, another giveaway we were going to have um, live from the show floor. You got to be present to win. Is a free Beckett Authentication Services autograph authentication. So Sweet. Uh, we have one of those. We have a free RCR for somebody. Raw card review. Raw card review, um, which is a depend depending on what it is. It, you know, it could be ten, twelve dollars, fifteen dollar value. Um, not huge, but, but it could when, be a huge value there. Being able to get it yeah, done while you're there. Yeah, exactly. So, so when you're getting that, you know, when you're getting that Austin Matthews Young Guns, you know, that, then it becomes a huge value. It does right? absolutely. So uh, we got that. Then I have uh, I have a couple of cards I'm going to bring with me to uh, to give away. Now here's the thing: in years past, I've only done hockey cards. This year, I'm thinking about switching it up. Okay. And bringing some. Because listen, man, Toronto's in the playoffs, right? For right, basketball, right? So so don't yeah, don't sleep on Toronto there. I'm thinking about bringing up some basketball cards and some, uh, you know, maybe maybe a football card or two. Okay. My my experience with with uh, Canada, they don't they don't. They don't watch Canadian football. <laughs> no, they don't. I was gonna say I think I have some uh, Toronto. Was it Argonauts? Argonauts, yeah, but I don't. I don't the, think they they're like those. they're like what is that? I, they don't even talk. But here's the old school old school heads do that. Like they they talk about the what is it called the junk the JUCO JUNCO. Oh, JUCO, yeah, ninety one. They, they love that stuff, right? And the older the older JUCO and but like the newer stuff, they're just like blah blah blah. Yeah, but uh, so we'll have a couple of different giveaways. You got to be following us on Twitter to win. Uh, in years past, I've done this on Instagram, and there's nothing. There's nothing against Instagram. I really like it, but um, I'm I'm trying to build our Twitter presence up. So I'm gonna do this on Twitter. All right. And uh, all your tweeters out there. All, yeah, all you, I hope you're listening to us. I tagged you guys. I tagged like the important people. Uh, AJ Sports Cards, the Sports Card Expo, and everything, letting you all know that I'm doing this. Hopefully, you saw those and you're following us now because I'm gonna have some cool stuff to give away. Um, all right. Last week we jumped hardcore heavy into the animal kingdom. We did. Yeah. And you know what's funny? There's a couple of things that are funny. Okay. One is that I came to you a couple of days ago and said, "Hey, I got another animal story." Right. You hit me this morning with, "Hey, I got another animal story." Right. You have one. I have one. Yeah. And our coworker is staying at the animal kingdom right now. Yes, he's at the animal kingdom, which is hilarious to me. So he, it is he, like a with, with man, Ian. I love you, man. My man posted like 36 photos of the same photo, right? 36 photos and maybe like three different ones. Yeah, they were all the same. Alcohol may have played a, uh, 
a part in that he posting. Just he was just trying to be a kid. He, he was, was just high, high. On, the Disney, <laughs> on the Disney life, man. He was having fun down there at Disney. I've never been to Disney. You, you went last year, though. I did. Right? Absolutely. How was it? Fantastic. Yeah. Don't take don't take 37 children with you yeah. and stay in the same house. But besides that, it was fantastic. I'm scared to go. Like I know Eli's been asking, like, uh-huh. hey, can we go to Disney? Can we? I'm like, what do you even watch that's Disney? I mean, but It's not even about that. Yeah, though, I guess so. Not even about that. Because <sighs> you know who will have more fun there? Me. Yeah. Probably. You'll be getting in that Toy Story game, shooting up the shooting up things. You'll be like, yeah, <laughs> high score. I oh. took pictures. Yeah. 93,000. I was excited. Awesome. Until I looked over and like my seven-year-old had like 80,000. I was like, oh, I guess yeah. I didn't do that good. You didn't do, you didn't do so well. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's talk about the Animal Kingdom. Beckett Whatevs is becoming just the Animal Kingdom. You have a story. I got a short story. Yeah, okay. All right. Ellis County. All right. Right outside of Dallas. Ellis County is where I live. You know, last summer, what we had the uh, the the lion mountain lion running through mm-hmm. uh, right by our office. Yeah, right over there, yeah, across yeah. The, like across the and street, we, almost we like idiots. We jumped in the car and started right. chasing it around. Yeah, we're gonna find this mountain lion. Here we are. <laughs> That's what we did at lunch. Anyway, this comes up the other day. Reports of a large cat, possibly lion or cougar, in the northern Waxahachie neighbor in a northern Waxahachie neighborhood. Now. No. <laughs> That's just amazing to me. Like, there's not a deer around here at all. Like, where I come from, mm-hmm. back in Maryland, man, there's your deer dodging everywhere. Right. I come down here, and it's like, you got mountain lions and cougars. And like, oh, what, there's no mountains around here. Like, where are they coming from? So I don't know if they're escaping from the zoo or what. But uh, anyway, it says be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Now, your neighborhood, like your area where you live in, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful place. It is. But you've had some like crazy stuff going on. We had there. a Terranite bomb. A go Terranite off. bomb at a bachelor party. At a bachelor party. A Terranite wow. bomb go off, which I don't know. I didn't know anything about that. And, uh-uh. But you actually have to like shoot this thing with a gun to make it go off. Like, okay. There has to be some kind of like shot to it. So somehow these guys are having a bachelor party. I'll leave the rest of the <laughs> details up to your imagination. What was going on? And this thing went off, and it just like we're all like, there's like hundred of us stand outside neighborhood going well what, what happened <laughs> i don't know what happened you know unfortunately we had a domestic shooting you know like at no. the park um we've had some crazy things happen in our in our little neighborhood and um it just doesn't seem that kind of place at have all. you have you considered moving <laughs> we just moved there <laughs> yeah. we just moved i don't there. know man bombs and lions are just not like the thing i want to be involved with in a neighborhood it's just kind of crazy yeah man kinda it is texas i know a lot of crazy stuff happens here we're not florida we're in florida like everything crazy happens in florida everything yeah like if i hear a crazy story the first first place i look is florida right <laughs> it wasn't well, yeah, florida there's been some some stuff so yeah i don't know man it's uh it's been quite an experience you know i moved from maryland to get away from some of this stuff and yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's it is everywhere. everywhere. It doesn't matter where you live. Okay, you mentioned big cats. Big cats. Um, this is not the story I want to get into, but uh, these these are two stories I've heard recently of bobcats coming into people's homes, chasing their their poodles or you know their their tiny dogs, and the first one didn't end so well as the bobcat took the poodle and it was never to be seen again. Oh. Uh, the second one was kind of funny. In that uh, the bobcat came and like chased the poodle into the house. Yeah. And like the bobcat was so focused on the poodle that it was not aware of where it was at. But then it, it suddenly was like, oh, crap, I'm in a house. How do I get out of the house? Uh. So now the family is 
stuck looking at a bobcat trying to like sway its sway it out of the door oh, but geez. it's it's so confused and it's pissed you know because it's a bobcat <laughs> and so. that one that one ended a little more peacefully as the bobcat was uh eventually eventually excavated from the uh the premises there but uh wow. that's so watch your poodles yeah watch your poodles and watch these this is a big cat attack on uh that's crazy yeah it's it's just not fun all right all right here's my story that i wanted to get all into right. hit me Dateline, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. All right? Okay. A man who was fined for allowing his pet snake to slither freely in South Dakota Park said an animal control officer suggested he use a leash to restrain the reptile. A leash? A leash for a snake. Do they make such a thing? I don't know. Uh, Jerry Kimball, the owner of the stake, said he initially thought the re- recommendation was a joke because it was it was April Fool's Day when he was fined $190 uh. and ticketed last week for animals running at large, told by the Argus leader. <laughs> Do snakes run, though? Not, not, they have to have feet to run, don't oh, they? That's what I was thinking. I he was literally asking me to put a rope around my snake, Kimball said. I was like, dude, no. I was dumbfounded. Kimball was approached by the officer after a woman complained that the free, I'm sorry, that that his fire bee ball python was roaming freely at the Falls Park South in Sioux Falls. He was just taking it for a walk, a little (laughs) stroll, get some fresh air. Oh, my goodness. Kimball was approached by the officer after a woman, uh, I read that part, I'm sorry. Animal Control Supervisor Julie DeJong said a city ordinance requires all pets be leashed or restrained to put restrained in public she said pet snakes can be held or kept in a container to comply it is it's in public and it's not on a leash it's a large it's at large the ordinance doesn't really distinguish between animals she said the the jong the jong added the snake snake lovers should be more sensitive to the aversion many people feel towards the animal while non-venomous snakes are legal to own not all park visitors will welcome a python in the park but Kimball said he considers his mission to rid the public of fears of snakes. First of all, Kimball, it's not your place. <laughs> yeah, that's never going to happen. In another interview I, I read with this guy, he said that he 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 said it was like a meet and greet. He wanted to bring the snake out for a meet and greet. You don't get to decide when I meet and greet a snake. No, I mean, what if it met that poodle? Yeah, exactly. Just swallowed it. Just whole. swallowed it. <laughs> oh my goodness! This gracious. dude is off his rocker. Yes. Yes, you can't put a, a leash on a snake. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. But you're a moron for bringing your snake to the park for a meet and greet. Python in the park. Yeah. I've heard of wine in the woods yeah. and like things like that. I've never heard of python in the park. I don't think that's taken off. There's no going to be, hey, man, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. I'm going to python in the park. Python in a park. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. Mm-mm. It's not Shakespeare in the park. No. I bet some people were screaming like it was Shakespeare. But Probably. just... Here's the thing, dude. Like again, for the third time, you don't get to decide when I meet and greet a snake. Yeah, you keep too. your snake at home. They would have shot that snake in Texas. Oh, it it would have been totally, totally shot. They would have shot it. When I was, uh, hope that guy enjoys his hundred ninety dollar fine. Mm, I hope he should have got two fines. Two fines, one for him, one for the snake. Yeah. When I was like thirteen or fourteen, I was at I was at one of my family's restaurants, and uh, it was. So the restaurant where it sat, it was in a marina, and there was a residential area behind us, okay? okay. So um, this lady walked in one night 
just high off a rocker with a with a ball python wrapped around her neck. Just Jeez. carried it to the restaurant. No. It's a whole bunch of no. No, if you're going to bring a snake in, you got to have it leashed. Yeah, you just got to keep that thing on a leash. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Where was the $190 fine for that lady? Oh, my We've, we've talked about snakes before in the whatevs Animal Kingdom, and I am still a big proponent of no. No. <laughs> Just no. No. no this snakes. this moron should have been fined five thousand dollars. Jesus, oh, man, crazy. Right. crazy, 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 crazy. We're done talking snakes. We're done talking snakes, man. Yeah. We got the hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs, just in full swing, man. All right, so full swing. Some conscious, some unconscious. You know. On that, <laughs> on that, we're swinging back around to that. Uh, the Celtics were looking good on. <sighs> man, they're 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 just. Man, my wizard's got nothing, man. Nothing. Nothing. They got no heart. They got nothing. Thomas dropped 53 points last night. 5-3. Boom. He's like 5-3. Yeah, he is like 5-3. Jeez. <laughs> Thomas man. dropped 53. Um, the Warriors put on a highlight reel show. Yep. They were just like alley-ooping between the, just the dribbling. It was it was it, that the game the other night. Are the Spurs eliminated? No, they're not. Because <laughs> I was just wondering if they, <laughs> if they were going to come play again. They're not, but here, I don't see. So that was uh, Monday night? Yeah, that was awful. I mean, Monday night. Uh, 22 three-pointers from the Houston Rockets. Uh, Trevor Reza had five of them. So he, had, he had the most. 22 three-pointers. They took, they took 81 shots. Wow. 50 of them were three-pointers. Jeez. Yeah. But they made a bunch of them. They made a bunch of them. Um, I, I've never in my Spurs watching basketball life ever seen a Greg Popovich coach team play that lackluster. Yeah, that was bad. Kawhi Leonard, who is arguably top four players in the league. Oh, for sure. Has no help. Not a whole lot. And no. I picked, I picked Spurs Celtics. You did. For the final. I, I just don't see it now. I don't see it. No, that, not, um, not after that game. It's hard to recover from that game. Yeah. Like, where do you go? Exactly. Game two is tonight. I would – if if the Rockets come out and do that to the Spurs again at home after after an ass-whipping like that, it's done. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's done. done. Yeah. There's no recovery from that. Yeah, there's absolutely no recovery from that. Um, and let's talk about the Capitals, I guess. Well, they got their shot now. They do. They're down 2-1. Uh, uh, unfortunately, Mr. Crosby will not be playing this evening. This evening, right? Yeah, tonight. Uh, uh, m- so. Mrs. Crosby was carried off on a stretcher and put <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, he is definitely he he definitely has a concussion. Um, yeah, which is who who ha- he's in his career he's been concussion prone. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, man. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so here's the shot for the for the Capitals. If they're going to get through, yep. if they're going to get through uh, Pittsburgh. They're going to have to make do with what they've done yeah, here they need to and tie it up tonight Casey's yeah. back on the ice for game five yeah. so um hopefully they'll tie it up get mm. things back right and uh keep our uh, fat pack hopes yeah, alive keep our fat pack hopes alive fat pack picks alive yes 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 definitely got to do that all right uh let's talk about what's going on in the world of baseball if you're if you if you're not, you're not watching the Nats. You're just not watching. Yeah, baseball you're just not right watching now. baseball right now. If, and if you're not watching the Yankees, for that, with that being said, yeah, it's true. Um, Aaron it's true. Judge is just he hit another two home runs last night. Dude. He's just crushing. You the can't ball. even say he's on fire. Like yeah. that's not even like here's the he's thing beyond with, fire. Here's the thing with Judge. He took one batting practice swing, one yesterday, and hit a home run. That was the only batting practice swing he took. Apparently, that's all he needs. And he hit a home run, and then in the game he hits two more. 
ridiculous. And then the Nationals, your Nationals, wow, man, they are just tearing it up. They are. Everybody on the team too. Rendon had a big you know, had a big game, but he's doing well this, in the month of uh, April. Well, now month of May. Right. Uh, Zimmerman out of nowhere had a horror. He was not. Not that I have a lot of room to talk here, but he was fat and lazy last year. He was. And now he's just killing it. Yep. And then, you know, Trey Turner, awesome. And Bryce Harper. He's Bryce Harper's been in the league for four years, five years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's hard to – I forget when he actually came up. And He's okay. having a Ted Williams year right now. Yeah. Of course he's a free agent at the end of the season. Of course. But um, the Nats will lock him down, though. I, I, I hope. don't see any reason why they won't. You think that gets done in season? It could, it yeah. could, depending on how they are and, and you know where they are in the playoff runs and all that stuff. But yeah, I think it will. I think it will get knocked down. He enjoys playing there, and uh, obviously they'd be they'd be fool to let him to let him go. So I think they'll lock him down. I think hopefully he'll be a Nat for life. Not even as a fan, not even just me being a Nats fan, just as a baseball fan. Sure, I hope he stays a Nat for life. Man. Yeah. We just don't get too many guys that that come up, great ball players that actually get to stay with one team and, and do their thing. And you know, I I think the Nationals can definitely. They're building the building it right, and I think they'll get a title here soon. That'd be cool. That'd so. be cool for you guys. Um, one more thing I wanted to mention here was if you haven't been really paying attention to the first month of baseball, because there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Absolutely, you know. man. I mean, yeah. Football draft was squeezed yeah. in there. You know, we didn't even talk yeah. about that. Um, but the hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs, football draft. So oh, yeah, baseball everywhere. started. Yeah. Um, the Rockies are in first place. Yes, like, they are. And – I, I heard several experts around, you know, in the preseason, you know, the, this this will be a wild card team. No one expected them to be in first place. They their their thing has always been pitching, you know, finding pitchers to be able to do to pitch at course field in those high altitudes. Well, they found two of them. They did. The rest of the rotation is is kind of eh, but they're they're holding up. But then that line, that whole lineup is just raking as it as it should be yep. doing. So uh, yeah. they're in first place. Interesting first month of baseball. A lot of big numbers coming from the Nationals and the Yankees, so it's been fun to watch so far. Yeah, Thames coming out of nowhere. Thames, oh man, he Just, um, you know, goes over a couple years in Korea, Korea right? Yeah, yeah in Korea. Korea, comes back and he's like, who who is this guy? Right, exactly. Like he was on nobody's radar. Nobody is at all. Especially Beckett, we had him booked at three eight, and now he's like twenty five sixty or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. So just uh, amazing. Wow. All right. So that's that. Let me ask you this. I just had I just had the thought. You said three. You had three eight, and you, you he got bumped up. What's been like the biggest price change you've done recently? Recently, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna laugh. Okay, two thousand two, contenders, Tom Brady. Really? So he doesn't. He has his rookie in two thousand. No, two thousand one, two thousand two is his next contenders card and next SP card. Mm-hmm. And both of those, I believe, don't quote me completely. If, if I remember correctly, the contenders. Is that like sixty dollars now? Went from like four dollars to sixty dollars. Oh wow! And the SP went from like five or six dollars to like seventy five dollars. Oh wow! Those second and third year cards are selling like crazy for wow. Tom Brady. That's crazy. You know, because you have the first year card, you know, four, mm-hmm. three, four, five, six thousand dollars. Sure. You know, and then that second year card's like four dollars. I think the market's starting to correct itself. Correct and people itself. are like, well, I can't afford six thousand, so let me get the the seventy five dollar one. So okay, guys, they've definitely okay. been going. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. When you talk about, you know, I mean, I've done some, when I first started here was during Steph Curry's explosion last year. So I was changing autographs from 60 to 300 and, you know, stuff like that. But I think just from a, just a normal four or $5 card to going up to that amount, not even being a rookie, not being an autograph, not being a jersey, that's probably the biggest, 
biggest thing I've there done. There you go. Go get your second and third year Tom Brady, Tom, cards. Tom Brady cards. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Uh, we've got to wrap this up because we have some um, some some work to go do. We do. Um, just want to thank everybody for listening this week. I hope that you guys enjoyed the show. We will be back uh, next week with a whole other lineup of guests. Uh, be looking for the podcast from the Toronto Expo this week. Have uh, m- see Mike James coming on, Jamie Thomas coming on, um, Ken Reed from uh, Sportsnet uh, from Sportsnet is coming on. Um, a lot of special, maybe hopefully a lot of special guest interviews. Um, as we are getting the, as we have that stage set up, we have some people up our sleeves, but we don't want to mention anything yet. Right, right, right. Um, Long Fly Ball will be co-hosting with me, and Stephen LaRoche will be around as well. Awesome, yeah. All that will be going on. Um, Francis, come check out Eric. Yeah, hey, Francis. Hi. Francis was asking about some cards, and I, I got a little confused because I think he thinks that we ordered some uh, some base cards. We never did that. I don't think we ever ordered mm-hmm. base cards. Because um, he asked, hey, do you have any of those cards left? I was like, I don't know. What are you talking about the sketch card? That's on Paul's desk. You're not getting that one, man. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I'll take a picture of it for you and send it to you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I maybe maybe he was confused or something about it. Or we'll maybe clear it up this weekend. Yeah, we'll, we'll, clear take, it up. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, all that's going on. Now, with that being said, this is the last thing I want to say about the month of May. Um, Mother's Day is this month. It is. It is this month. So this is what I want to do. Okay. We're going to take. We're going to have our last Super Collector segment from the show. Okay. okay. From the Toronto show. Okay. What I want to do in the month of May is just dedicate it to moms and lady collectors. Awesome. So, like um, if you are a lady collector, how's that? That doesn't sound right. If you if you are a, a, <laughs> you're a, lady, <laughs> a collector of the ladies, if, you, <laughs> if you're a female, if you are of the of uh, if you are the if you are a female and are of the female gender, and you you are a collector, let's hear from you. Let's uh, let's get you on the show, man. Let's uh, let's highlight what you're what you're doing in your collection. So, uh, if you if you guys out there know any females who collect or who are a big role in the hobby. Let's talk to them, especially if they're moms. Because I really want to talk to them if they're moms. For sure. Because you know, how how do you juggle raising kids and collecting cards, and you know, have you got the gotten them into it, all that kind of great stuff. Um, so if you know anybody like that, let us know, and then we you know, we can pick up the super collector thing. Uh, back in back in June. Yeah, back in June. You know? Father's Day. Yeah, definitely Father's Day. Definitely coming up. Um, that'd be fun. All right, so that's that. Paul, anything before we get out of here? No, nah, man, I'm good, man. Have a good trip in Toronto. All right. And uh, your foot's all better now? Yeah, I feel a lot better. You bounce back okay. Yeah, I bounce back okay. All right, good. <laughs> all right. Uh, guys, thanks for hanging out with us this week. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake.